This is National Native News. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. Results of a new statewide poll in Arizona show high levels of support for a national monument proposal near Grand Canyon National Park. As Arizona Public Radio's KNAU's Ryan Heinches reports, it comes as advocates have increased their calls for President Joe Biden to make the designation under the Antiquities Act. The survey showed 75 percent of Arizona voters favor added federal protections on more than a million acres of the proposed Bajnoavjo Itakukvini Grand Canyon National monument. It includes majorities of Democrats, Republicans, and Independents, and the numbers are mostly unchanged from a similar poll taken last year. Carletta Toulouse is a member of the Havasupai tribe and coordinator of the Grand Canyon Tribal Coalition. Water is very important for everyone, not just Havasupai, but everyone that lives in this region deserves the right to clean water and clean air. I'm very encouraged to see this in my lifetime. The survey also showed large numbers of Arizonans support water conservation and want to protect the Grand Canyon specifically from uranium mining. The monument proposal is being driven by tribes like the Havasupai and Hopi, who say it would protect threatened sacred sites and water resources. But the uranium industry says modern extraction methods are safe and oppose the monument push, along with some area ranchers who worry it could impact their livelihoods. A 2012 federal moratorium on new uranium claims near the Grand Canyon has prevented an expansion of mining in the area. The monument proposal would make the ban permanent. Currently, there's only one active uranium mine near the park, and it has yet to produce ore. For National Native News, I'm Ryan Heinches in Flagstaff. This week, President Biden is scheduled to travel to Arizona and visit the Grand Canyon. Advocates are hoping the president will designate the national monument during his trip to the state. Survivors of boarding schools and their descendants in California testified about their experiences and the impacts before U.S. Secretary of Interior Deb Holland on Sunday as part of her Road to Healing cross-country tour. Christina Onestead has more. And a warning to our listeners, this story contains testimony of child sexual abuse. For many survivors and their descendants, the horrors of U.S. government-run boarding schools for Native American children was another form of genocide. I saw my first suicide at 12 years old. Ada is a member of the Cato or Coyone tribe in Laytonville, California. She was forced to attend the Stewart Indian School in Carson City, Nevada, one of more than 400 boarding schools for indigenous children that operated in 37 states. We knew the buildings that they were raping the little boys. We knew the buildings where they were raping the little kids, the girls. We've seen the unwanted pregnancies by the raped children, the, women, the girls. They were 12, 13 years old. Some of the descendants of boarding school survivors took issue with the Department of Interior for not recognizing their tribes. Federal recognition provides financial resources and other support. About 45 tribes in California are unrecognized. Most remain landless. They were Indian enough to be sent over to those Indian schools at that time. Jack Potter Jr. is tribal chair of the Redding Rancheria, part Miwok and part Wintu, a federally unrecognized people. If there was some remedy, you know, that can fix those things because in the past we were all Indian people and we're still Indian people. I'm Christina Onestead for National Native News. The U.S. Departments of the Interior and Justice have concluded public hearings addressing missing and murdered indigenous people and human trafficking. The final Not Invisible Act hearing was held last week. Seven hearings were held across the country and some virtually to gather information from the public, advocates, law enforcement, survivors and families. Written testimony can still be submitted to the Interior Department by Thursday. 
I'm Antonia Gonzalez. National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support by Ramona Farms, offering wholesome and delicious foods from our heirloom crops as our contribution to a better diet for the benefit of all people. We are honored to share our centuries-old farming and culinary traditions online at RamonaFarms.com. Support by the National Indian Education Association's 54th Convention and Trade Show held in Albuquerque starting October 18th. Education Sovereignty. It begins with us. Registration ends October 13th at NIEA.org. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.